are featured BBBYZ Giving Alliance accredited charity seal holders for this episode are TSC Alliance, Sub-Zero Mission, Remote Area Medical. To find out more about these and other BBB Wise Giving Alliance accredited charity seal holders, go to give.org. You're listening to the Heart of Giving podcast with Art Taylor, powered by BBBgive.org. Here, we explore the motivations that form the basis of giving and service. We inspire generosity and celebrate the transformative effects that giving and service have on the human spirit and on community. The conversations featured on the podcast also uncover giving strategies that educate and provide tools to help listeners make impactful gifts of both their time and money. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Heart of Giving podcast, powered by BBBgive.org. Give.org is the nation's standards-based charity evaluator, and it's your one-stop source for information on giving and reports on the most asked-about charities. I'm Art Taylor. Today on the show, we're going to talk about something that rarely occurs in the nonprofit sector, and that is the acquisition of one organization by another. Today, we're going to talk a bit about Charity Navigator, which has recently acquired an organization called Causeway, which is a startup, which was a startup that makes it easy to create and curate a personal giving portfolio. Causeway's co-founder, Ben Horwitz, is here, along with Michael Thatcher, who is the CEO of Charity Navigator. And they're going to discuss this new venture. So, Michael and Ben, welcome to the Heart of Giving podcast. It's great to have you. Art, I'm really happy to be here, and it's great to see you again. Thanks for having me, Art. Looking forward to the conversation. So, gentlemen, how about if we begin by having you explain the role of Causeway in the acquisition that just occurred by by Charity Navigator? Maybe we can start with how did we meet and... Back in, I want to say, December, November of last year, two of my colleagues met with Ben. And Ben, you can speak to that because I wasn't there. But how did that first meeting go? And and then we can sort of get into where it went from there. Thanks, Michael. As Causeway, we were really interested in Charity Navigator because we wanted folks to have an informed way to add an individual nonprofit to their Causeway giving portfolio. And we can talk more about what exactly that is in a bit, but we came to Charity Navigator by way of figuring out a way to integrate those ratings. And um, I was introduced to Kevin and Laura from Michael's team, and then Michael and I picked up the conversation a little bit later. Yeah, and I think the other thing I'd add to that is a former Charity Navigator employee, Elijah Goldberg, who was the former CEO of Impact Matters, an organization that we'd acquired back in 2020, he reached out to me and said, hey, you got to meet this guy, Ben Horowitz, and discover Causeway. They're doing something really interesting. They need a bigger audience for it. I think there's a good fit with Charity Navigator. And so that's how the conversation started, where really what what Causeway brings is a really compelling way to, to give. 
And what we stand for is making impactful giving easier for everyone. And Clausify seemed like a really nice piece to move that forward for us. So what is the significance of Ben Horwitz joining Charity Navigator as Vice President of Business Development and New Ventures? Oh, I think this is a huge opportunity for us, Art, in the sense that Charity Navigator, we're 21 years old. We've built out pretty good platform. We have our evaluations. We very much are here for the everyday American donor. And our primary point of access is our website. But people are giving in a multitude of different areas. And we've never really had a resource at Charity Navigator to help us expand the reach of our ratings through other means. And so one of the one of the areas that Ben will be focusing on is we have something that's called an API or an application interface. And that would allow our ratings to appear on other platforms. And so Ben will be responsible for finding finding a home for the API and finding other platforms that would be interested in hosting our ratings. The other, the key element of Causeway, and I'm sure we'll get into this, is this whole concept of managed services and providing curated lists to people and allowing them to give to, to those lists. That's also something that it needs stewardship. And so we're looking to Ben to, to be the steward for that. Then finally, I'd say the third area where I see business development as an area that has been lacking in our organization, and that is corporate outreach. We're, we have a strong connection with individual donors, but there are a lot of individual donors that happen to be working for large companies. And so how, how we interface with them is, I also think, something that Ben will be able to add terrific value to. Yeah, I, I'm so excited to take on this role with Charity Navigator, and I think that Ultimately, all three areas of effort that Michael mentioned are about helping folks make better and more informed decisions about where they give and making that easy and more frictionless of an experience. And so I'm really excited to be stewarding that underneath Michael at Charity Navigator. Tell our audience how the acquisition of Causeway will help Charity Navigator bring cause-based giving to your platform. I'm going to let Ben respond to this more by talking about what Causeway actually does. And so, Ben, why don't you take this one? Well, I think Causeway, as the name implies, starts with cause-based giving. And a lot of that comes from a very human sort of starting point, which is that my experience, the experience of many of my peers and other folks I talked to, including people who had been donating for quite a long time, was that of being able to identify which causes they cared about. So donors were able to speak in very plain language and say, I care about racial equity, or I care about global health, or climate change is my top issue. But when it came time to actually find one specific charity that they felt good about supporting, decision paralysis set in, in some way, shape, or form. There are so many amazing organizations out there doing really good work, Wouldn't it be great if we could just say we care about climate change and there might be multiple levers that we can pull to actually affect change in our world? And and there might be different nonprofits working on different ways into solving that solution. So, for example, you might have a direct services intervention that might be removing carbon directly from the atmosphere. You may have interventions more on the policy or advocacy side of things. And as an individual donor, 
how am I going to make the best informed decision in a way that aligns with my values? And so Causeway's inception was sort of recognizing this tension between wanting to give and the difficulty sometimes that comes with choosing which specific nonprofits to support. Um, and from that was born what we call funds at Causeway. Charity Navigator has experimented with some form of this called giving lists, and I'll, I can let Michael talk a little bit more about that. But these funds are the basis or the chassis of, of Causeway, and it is the ability to add cause-based issues to your giving portfolio, to your donation portfolio, alongside individual nonprofits that you already know that you'd like to support. And so the hope is that we can bring some of that fund-based giving model, that cause-based giving model to Charity Navigator. Gentlemen, why don't you elaborate on your plans to develop new sustainable revenue streams for Charity Navigator? Sure. And I think one of the and Art, I know you're aware of this, but there's been a decline in giving over the last year. There's been a decline in the number of households. There are economic pressures that are weighing down on the average American donor. And Charity Navigator today relies significantly on those individual donors as our, as our core revenue source. So it's essential for us to diversify where where the money comes from. And part of part of the effort, so you know, we spoke about the API. The API would be revenue generating to a certain extent. It would also be potentially traffic generating as well. Some of the areas around the the list, the way the list work today at Causeway, it's a subscription model. And there's a management fee that is taken out of that. And so that is another area where we're going to experiment with what are the appropriate fees and what are the appropriate structures around that? And it's really looking at different ways that allow us to be sustainable as an organization and at the same time keep providing outstanding ratings and information that help inform intelligent giving and, and informed choices. I might add something to that too, Michael, which is around individual donors. And we extend this analogy of the importance of predictable revenue streams to charities themselves, which is a core reason why Causeway is currently a subscription model, currently on a recurring basis only. We wanted to make sure that the recipient nonprofits could depend on some predictable revenue from individuals. And I think that that affords a degree of latitude to those nonprofits to experiment with the programs that they are offering and give them the opportunity to really go deep on the services that they're providing instead of spending a majority of their energy fundraising. And so I think Michael talked about making impactful giving easier for all. I think that the Causeway acquisition alongside more sustainable and durable revenue streams for Charity Navigator will allow us to focus on more experimental or new ways of engaging donors and the API, the core part of that is not just from the Charity Navigator end of things, but it's also about meeting donors where they are. So when they're logging into their DAF portal or when they're giving at work, how can we meet those donors in a way that is authentic and helps them make decisions, not just on the Charity Navigator website itself? So gentlemen, tell our listeners what are give lists and how do they relate to the acquisition of Causeway? 
Oh, that's a great question. And I think we both do this. I know that the Wise Giving Alliance also provides curated lists in times of crisis to help donors find highly rated organizations or certified organizations that are actually addressing an issue. So, you know, most recently we've had wildfires in Hawaii. When that happens, we all try and help donors find who are the organizations that are actually sort of meet our criteria in terms of sort of the hit the quality bar and then are actually doing something that is related to the cause at hand. Charity Navigator has been working with what we call give lists for, oh, I want to say, well, it's probably before my time even. So even, you know, let's say a decade. And we found that they are more and more important and more and more demanded. If you think about it, you know, and, and Ben mentioned this earlier, there's a bit of paralysis that takes place. We've got 1.6 million charities out there just in the United States. And when something bad happens in a particular geographic region, you don't want to be looking at a list of 1.6 million. You want to be looking at a list of 10 or less, right? Where you can actually focus in and, and make a choice on where you want to give. And so these lists for us are a core feature of what service we provide to our donors. And Causeway is essentially taking that list of multiple charities and then curating it and condensing it into more of a fund, which is related to the specific issue. In the case of Causeway, as it currently exists, these are sort of high-level issues, global poverty, health issues, things like that. The lists that we have at Charity Navigator go much more broadly than that. And so what we we haven't quite figured out yet how this is going to map to the different causeways at Charity Navigator that we're going to be creating. I think that's exactly right, Michael. The only thing I'd add, Art, is around the fund structure itself. I think that the concept of a list is quite familiar to many of us who have a retirement account where we have maybe a range of mutual funds that help diversify where we are investing. And to borrow that analogy for donating, this also gives us the opportunity to sort of diversify if we like our donation and give us a range of different interventions to to drive that change in a specific area or to, to ultimately support uh, movement within a cause area. So I think Michael mentioned we've got some work to do to figure out exactly the best way to curate those funds, but we feel pretty amazing that Charity Navigator's ratings will play a big factor in, in determining which nonprofits are the most effective, the best nonprofits for each cause area. Now, you got some initial funding. How will that initial funding contribute to the integration of Causeway into Charity Navigator? So there are a couple of things, and I would we should probably go back a little bit. A few years ago, we received a five-year grant to start building out or figure out how to do this whole concept of managed services or funds at Charity Navigator. And and then we met Ben um, uh, almost a year ago now, but not quite, and realized, wow, what an, here's an accelerated path. We then found some additional funding. And so what, what has to happen is Charity Navigator today has what we call a giving basket, which facilitates the transaction of, of giving directly to a whole portfolio of charities from within the Charity Navigator website. That giving basket works on 
making gifts to one-to-many individual charities. It doesn't do the group, let's say a fund type giving. So what has to happen is an integration between Charity Navigator's Giving Basket and the functionality of Causeway, and then some form of integration between the actual giving interface, or let's say the two the two giving platforms that exist. That work's going to, the funding's going to be used to really do that uh, technical integration. We probably will start that work in the January of next year. We're about to get into the giving season. We think it would be a little bit too disruptive to try and do too much right now and don't think we would be solidified with what we're doing then. But that's the basic overview of how we're going to be using that funding. And needless to say, we're seeking more so that we can actually do a a bigger and better job. Explain the concept of managed services for donors and how it will be implemented by Charity Navigator. I think one of the beautiful things about Causeway coming to Charity Navigator is the range of opportunities it presents when it comes to this managed service for donors. Because Causeway had our own sort of product roadmap. We had visions of what it might mean to curate your own fund for your peers and create a cause-based giving opportunity around an issue that you care about, selecting nonprofits uh, that have Charity Navigator ratings that you think belong together. There are a whole host of other sort of opportunities that could come through the Charity Navigator acquisition. I think the most basic is the concept of a giving portfolio, framing your donation as something that is intentional and proactive in some cases, but even if it is a reaction to one of the crises that Michael mentioned, how can we make sure that it's not a blip in time for the nonprofits or for the donors themselves, but there is a way to sort of view your giving portfolio and think intentionally about where you've given in the past, as well as the proactive finding a charity in the future. I think we have a lot of search boxes in our lives. Google is a search box and in some ways Charity Navigator has been a search box. But if you think of managed services when it comes to cause areas themselves, Charity Navigator, I imagine, will put some effort behind curating these specific cause areas so that donors have an easier time choosing where to give. And then on top of that, have an easier time finding specific nonprofits that suit their needs. So you could imagine a future where you're looking for a specific local nonprofit that meets some of your values or aligns with your existing giving portfolio. How might we suggest those type of nonprofit or giving opportunities to donors? But I think there are a lot of opportunities. And one of the beautiful things is learning from Michael and his team where they've seen managed services going in the future as well. I think the other thing I'd add to this is just if you look at the... um... And this is sort of ironic. Charity Navigator was created 20, 20 plus years ago, a little bit in the image of Morningstar as, a, as an evaluator of funds and go back 25 years, maybe even a little bit further. And you look at the initial, the sort of the e-trading platforms that went online, they were super transactional. They, all they did was let you, you know, you'd pay eight fifty a trade and you were able to do that. And now all of those companies, the ones that still exist, are all providing managed services. They have funds. They, they'll, they'll actually manage your portfolio for you, and they'll charge you a 1% management fee. So the idea of managed services is a little – it really is borrowing from the financial sector. 
And rather than focus on the individual charities, it's more on what do you care about? What are the problems you're trying to solve? And we're going to help you do that through a collection of organizations that are really addressing that issue. And so that's, that's really the, at the, probably at the simplest level, what we're trying to do with the concept of managed services. And it does change things a little bit. And that, and that is where the curation process, that, is, that requires some skill and investment on our part. And so we are looking at probably charging a very small fee for that process, as well as the reporting. And I think we haven't talked about this, but there's a game change that's trying to happen in the sense of it's not about just that one-time gift and I feel good and I walk away. It's more about investing in a social outcome and that requires reporting and continuity. And so this concept of um, signing up for a recurring gift, but then you're also going to be getting reports back and you're going to be able to see the progress that your investment is making over time. At least that's our intention. I think that's the hope. I, the only thing I would add too, Michael, just to build on that point is for a younger generation of donors, we are comfortable and familiar with robo-advisors for our financial management, Wealthfront, Betterment, some of these investment tools. But there's nothing similar that sort of exists in the charitable realm yet. And we are used to, again, in the same sort of analogy here, receiving a prospectus that says how our investments are doing and gets us a little bit more involved in our, our future. And I think that something similar should exist for charitable giving so that we know where we are making an impact and have the opportunity to increase our investment accordingly. Do you have any specific targets or goals that you want to achieve as a result of the acquisition? I, I think it's they're, they're, they're kind of two targets and they're not new, but it's really to make impactful giving easier for all. And ultimately, we're, we seek to guide a trillion dollars of giving to more effective organizations. So it, it's very much aligned with our strategy and mission at this point in time. And Causeway is just an accelerated path to do more better. I think the other thing that is interesting when it comes to where Causeway has been in the past is this idea that we are helping folks move money from their pocketbook or from the consideration stage of actually making a gift to a charity to actually making that gift. And so in the spirit of bridging that gap, you know, Michael talked at the beginning of this conversation about the value of the Charity Navigator API and how it might integrate into other websites. Here too, I think the confluence of Charity Navigator's API and Causeway as a decision-making tool might also help to start to solve the challenge of disbursements versus grants to donor-advised funds. And how might we, as a philanthropic sector, look to move more money from the DAF into the pockets of the, the actual charities themselves so that they can actually do the work on the ground? You know, we've seen those graphs of disbursements against grants, and it's not commensurate. The two slopes are pretty dramatically different. And so we think that this might be a pretty neat philanthropic solution to what some view as a societal challenge in terms of the growing disparity of money in those DAFs versus money moved out of those DAFs. How can individuals or organizations contribute to your fundraising efforts? I think there's a real opportunity here. If you are a foundation listening to this podcast and you are interested in 
being at the forefront of an innovative future for philanthropy, philanthropy tech, and helping folks make better decisions about where to give. We are putting together sort of an innovation round, what I'd call it, in the philanthropic space to integrate Causeway, but also to experiment at the forefront of moving money into donor-advised funds and out into charities themselves and making it easier for everyone to give. So if you'd like to be a part of that innovation round, reach out to me or Michael. My email's ben at charitynavigator.org. Yep. And for individuals, the only thing I'd say is if you do choose to make a donation, you want to do it through our website. In the dedication field, just put in for Causeway Integration, and we'd love your support. Thank you. Are there any specific groups or individuals that Charity Navigator is interested in connecting with to show off its new initiatives? You know, we're always eager to meet new audiences. One of the motivations for us acquiring Causeway was the fact that Causeway was really designed for a younger audience. And so I think that is very definitely a group of people that we are, we're focusing on. In terms of, I think, Ben, you touched on this earlier, but it's folks that are interested in the intersection of philanthropy and technology and how these things come together and new and innovative ways of expanding on effective giving. We definitely want to connect in there. Those are the those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head. Ben, do you have any others that you can think of? I think you really hit it, Michael. It is that intersection of technology and philanthropy. I also think it's the intersection of where effectiveness falls. You know, I think there are some amazing groups doing effectiveness evaluation work, impact measurement work, and then there's also effectiveness in actually encouraging and motivating donors to make donations period, and make donations in the way that feels authentic and and good to them. And so any folks who are interested in experimenting on that intersection, we would love to meet you. Well, Michael and Ben, I want to thank you for joining us today to tell us about this important acquisition. I hope everything goes according to plan and that you're able to help donors in the way that you have intended. Thanks, Art. Thank you, Art. Always a pleasure. Now, to all of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, I hope you will subscribe. We don't have a great marketing budget that we can go out and just make everyone aware through traditional marketing means. So we really do depend on word of mouth. If you want to support the podcast, that would be great, too. You can do that by going to our website, give.org which is the website for the BBB Wise Giving Alliance. And your contribution will be put to great use, helping donors make wise giving decisions and also encouraging charities to operate in an accountable and transparent way. Thank you for listening and we'll see you back here next week. You've just listened to the Heart of Giving podcast with Art Taylor. Be sure to tune in next time for a brand new episode. To listen to our other interviews, visit heartgiving.podbean.com. That's heartgiving.podbean.com. Subscribe to our show on major podcast platforms. 
The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the guests, not those of the BBB Wise Giving Alliance or program affiliates. This podcast is for information and educational purposes only and is copyrighted with all rights reserved. This podcast is protected by Podbean's Terms of Service.